You're listening to Method and Madness of Product with Manny and Stacy. Is it just me? Or are you not feeling it today? For me, burnout isn't necessarily about the amount of hours I'm working. I could work a 60-hour work week, uh, but I'm working towards a successful product launch, so I'm flying high, I'm feeling fulfilled, I don't even notice the time go by. On the opposite end of the scale, there are some weeks that leave me feeling burned out when I'm only working an eight-hour day, and I feel like I'm barely scraping by during that day. Those kind of days are filled with meetings that I feel don't add value, um, meetings talking about you know stuff we're not ready to do yet, and long lists of things, um, users complaining about features or stubborn technical challenges that I just can't quite figure out. Sometimes on those days, I can't quite put my finger on what I'm feeling, except that I am just not feeling work that day. So as I start thinking about that in true software style, um, I started a log of these feelings so that I could try tracking trends to see if I could head off these feelings before they started. Sharing deeply personal things makes me cringe, but what I discovered was so eye-opening that I feel compelled to share it. Um, I think we will fight burnout our entire careers, but I, I also think there are things we can do to break the cycle and lessen the impact. So, first things first, how do I know when I'm starting to feel burned out? These might seem odd to you. You might be able to relate to them. You might not. But here's what I logged in my burnout log. Um, I take a long time getting ready in the morning. This is very unlike the Stacy brand. Um, I typically take a quick shower. I've got my clothes ready to go the night before. Mornings are my time to get in and shine. So if I'm taking a long time getting ready in the morning, it's kind of like doing other tasks to avoid (laughs) the task that needs to be done. It's like procrastination, right? Um, Another thing I found is I start vacillating over decisions that I could normally make really quickly. Um, Some people call that analysis paralysis. Another thing I noticed, and I'm not proud of this, I get annoyed when I hear other people say they are too tired to do something because I feel like I'm more tired than them. And that's really unfair to everybody. It's not a race to the bottom. It's not a race to be burned out. We should all be working on not being burned out and setting boundaries. Um, Another thing I noticed when I'm burned out is I will have some of my favorite kind of work to do, which is creative design work, some UI to do, and I keep putting it off because I just can't get my brain into the relaxed and creative mode I need to be in to do that work. Um, And then finally, when I'm really, really burned out, I feel like laying on my office floor and not doing anything. That's home office floor, by the way, not work office floor, just to clarify. Um, Yes, I have given into this feeling, and Coco, my cat, often joins me, and it turns into something fun. Okay, so I figured out the things that happen and the things that I observe when I'm feeling burned out, and it's actually on the ground that you found me today. As I'm laying on the ground, I start wondering how I got this way. It feels so unlike me to not be motivated, to not have my heart in it today. Stacy is a force to be reckoned with at work. She pushes everyone forward. She's the early bird that catches the worm. Who is this tired person who literally just can't today? That's not me. But it actually turns out this is me too. After pushing long hours to create cool features only to be faced by users who are 
how can I say this without offending anybody? Ungrateful. This is me after having to manage endless lists of requests that I know we will never get to. This is me after having to explain why a system did something when the thing it did really isn't that important, but the user just wants an answer. Um, this is me working weeks and months of 12-hour days to meet shifting priorities and constantly getting features out almost as quickly as they are requested. Ultimately, this is me facing the personal cost of watching my time tick by knowing it's one of my most finite resources. So that's pretty heavy, right? We know I'm burned out at this point. I'm still on the floor. You should know that I'm a fixer by nature, though. So the first thing I'm going to do is get up off the floor, at least sit up, and think about how can I fix this? How do I get my product sparkle back? First, I must recognize and accept the burnout. Say it with me. My name is Stacy, and I'm burned out, and that's okay because the first step to counteracting burnout is self-compassion and self-care. Next, I look around for something that I can do for myself that will make me feel better. You know what? I'm going to log off and paint my nails today. It sounds dumb, but it makes me happier and lighter somehow. It's almost meditative. You know, you get to focus on one thing, and because my nails are wet, I can't really touch anything else or do chores, so it's a good, good time to just be still and focus. And then I think about what else do I like? What else makes me happy? I love leaving work early on Fridays. I always have. I can't explain why. Something about the excitement from a job well done combined with the whole weekend ahead gives me a sense of freedom. So I think to myself, you know what? Yep, I'm going to go ahead and set my out of office. I'll be done working on Friday at 2 p.m. Sometimes the answer really is to walk away for a bit and come back fresh. What happens when your plans to counteract burnout fail, though? Some advice to counteract burnout is to get enough sleep. But what happens when you're a chronic insomnia sufferer? Well, I've got just the thing for us. If you have a rough night, take the morning off and rest. Those meetings can be moved. You can reschedule. You don't have to be on every single call. You know, we, we can do it if we, if we try. Treat your rest and good night's sleep, like the P1 that you have to get fixed immediately because just like the P1, being at your best is critical and you must treat it as such. You're supposed to eat well to feel well. Who has time to prepare a fresh lunch with fresh ingredients? Well, we do if we make it. Are you getting it yet? We're actually more in control than we think if we shift our thinking just a little bit. Prioritizing eating well and sleeping just like we prioritize that squeaky wheel client who has to have their feature by Friday or else. I also highly recommend having a list of self-care items that you can pick from the next time you're really in need of it. Having the list beforehand means you don't have the burden of coming up with and planning it when you're in need of it most. Sometimes um, I will spend my Friday evenings, I'll tell everybody I have plans, but my plans are me watching some really trashy reality TV show with my favorite snacks, my favorite blanket. Yes, I have that. You should too if you don't. Uh, my animals, and we just kind of chill out and veg out for the evening. We order in. Super easy. I don't clean anything. And just knowing that I have that to look forward to and to focus on can be um, really soothing and, and really helpful, a good form of self-care. So I'm back up off the ground now. My nails are painted. My calendar is blocked for Friday. And now I think I'm going to go for a walk to enjoy the nice weather. 
I'll come back and I'll get back to work because I'm already feeling better. It's been difficult to accept, but everybody gets burned out. It's about what we can do with that burnout that can change everything. Accept it, listen to it, care for yourself, and when you're ready, come back to work. Until then, don't be too hard on yourself. You're doing a kick-ass job. You're listening to Method and Madness of Product with Manny and Stacey.